book six chapter eighteen of the boys and girls pliny by pliny the elder this liverfox recording is in the public domain recording by phone the echeneus and the torpedo following the proper order of things we have now arrived at the culminating point of the wonders manifested to us by the operations of nature for what is there more unruly than the sea with its winds its tornadoes and its tempests and yet in what department of her works has nature been more seconded by the ingenuity of man than in this by his inventions of sails and of oars in addition to this we are struck with the ineffable might displayed by the ocean's tides as they constantly ebb and flow and so regulate the currents of the sea as though they were the waters of one vast river and yet all these forces though acting in unison and impelling in the same direction a single fish and that of a very diminutive size the fish known as the echneus possesses the power of counteracting winds may blow and storms may rage and yet the echneus controls their fury restrains their mighty force and bids ships stand still in their career a result which no cables no anchors from their ponderousness quite incapable of being weighed could ever have produced a fish bridles the impetuous violence of the deep and subdues the frantic rage of the universe and all this by no effort of its own no act of resistance on its part no act at all in fact but that of adhering to the bark trifling as this object would appear it suffices to counteract all these forces combined and to forbid the ship to pass onward in its way fleets armed for war pile up towers and bulwarks on their decks in order that upon the deep even men may fight from behind ramparts as it were but alas for human vanity when their prows beaked as they are with bronze and with iron and armed for the onset can thus be arrested and riveted to the spot by a little fish no more than half a foot in length at the battle of actium it is said a fish of this kind stopped the praetorian ship of antonius in its course at the moment that he was hastening from ship to ship to encourage and exhort his men and so compelled him to leave it and go on board another footnote an absurd tradition invented to palliate the disgrace of his defeat End of footnote. so that the fleet of caesar gained the advantage in the onset and charged with a redoubled impetuosity in our own time too one of these fish arrested the ship of the emperor caius caligula in its course when he was returning from astura to antium and thus as the result proved did an insignificant fish give presage of great events for no sooner had the emperor returned to rome than he was pierced by the weapons of his own soldiers nor did the sudden stoppage of the ship long remain a mystery the cause being perceived upon finding that out of the whole fleet the emperor's five-banked galley was the only one that was making no way the moment this was discovered some of the sailors plunged into the sea and on making search about the ship's sides 
they found an echeneus adhering to the rudder upon its being shown to the emperor he strongly expressed his indignation that such an obstacle as this should have impeded his progress and rendered powerless the hearty endeavours of four hundred men particularly as the fish had no such power when brought on board footnote if there was any foundation at all for the story there can be little doubt that a trick was played for the purpose of imposing upon caligula's superstitious credulity and that the rowers as well as the diving sailors were in the secret End of footnote. according to the persons who examined it on that occasion and who have seen it since the echeneus bears a strong resemblance to a large slug some of our own authors have given this fish the latin name of mora footnote delay and a footnote if we had not this illustration by the agency of the echeneus would it not have been quite sufficient only to cite the instance of the torpedo another inhabitant also of the sea as a manifestation of the mighty powers of nature from a considerable distance even and if only touched with the end of a spear or a staff this fish has the property of benumbing even the most vigorous arm and of riveting the feet of the runner however swift he may be in the race end of book six chapter eighteen